today's episode, I sit down with Trisha Loya, a self-taught artist and art facilitator based here in Southern California. Trisha shares with us her journey into the world of mixed media art and how she incorporates her faith and culture into her daily work. We dive into Trisha's passion for inspiring and supporting others through her workshops, art healing sessions, and creative journaling supplies. Trisha also talks about her vision for establishing a studio space that serves the youth, young adults, and creative inner community. I want to thank you for joining us today for an inspiring conversation on the power of art and creativity in mental wellness and community building. Please help me welcome Trisha Loya. What's going on, everybody? This is Sean Leverett, and welcome to me and the crew. We are on this morning with Trisha. Trisha, say hello to the people. Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you, Sean, for having me on. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. And tell them why you're on the show today. Why do we have you here? Uh, I'm here. I don't know. Why am I here? <laughs> I was like thinking of this question like, oh, man, he's going to hit me with those hard questions. Like, who are you? What do you do? And so yeah. I was overthinking it. But I'm like, no, Trisha, you know this. You're you're Trisha. You're a art facilitator. I'm an art facilitator. Um, I'm a creative. I'm a self-taught artist. And I am here to just encourage, motivate, and inspire others um, with art um, through right. art journaling through journaling, through um, inspirational journaling, and through creative art healing practices. That's who I am. <laughs> and we're going to dive into all that. No, there, there are no trick questions. I'm not going to ask you, ask me that time you got in trouble in third grade. What was that about? <laughs> this is always an easy flow. All right, I want to great. Talk about each and every one of those. Um, and just to give people a little background on how uh, Trish and I cross paths, uh, we have a nonprofit, um, and I I'm probably don't talk about that enough, but Rooted Friends Project, which is located here in Hawthorne, California, um, it's geared toward helping underrepresented um, youth. In a, in, a, in a multitude of ways. Too many to talk about because that's not what the show's about. And we invited Trisha to come and talk or help um, with what we do. And that is how we cross paths. And the less you in contact with me. So that is how, why we are here now. So but let's talk about you and your background in art. When did that start? Well, that started when I was a kid. Um, I've always, always loved art and creativity. Um, my mom and dad uh, met in Los Angeles. I was born in Los Angeles. Um, and my parents actually met in Los Angeles at a daycare in East LA. Uh, one was a preschool teacher and my dad was an after school program teacher. And um, they both were super creative, um, involved in their communities and uh, really appreciated their culture. And so they um, made that as an example to me and my sister. And I've just grew with it. I, I've always had um, an appreciation for art and creativity. And uh, growing up, I always had like a sketchbook and colored pencils or um, watercolors and a book um, that was just always a staple piece with me throughout hmm. my life. And so um, that's really, you know, when it started when I was a kid, I was handed, you know, a notebook and some colored pencils. See, how cool is I I've always envied people who've known for a long time what they wanted to do. 
I wasn't that kid. In fact, I was telling, uh, I think Celeste the other day, wherever I went on a field trip as a kid, that's what I mm-hmm. wanted to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I went to yeah. the fire department, I wanted to be a fireman. If I went to the <laughs> department, wherever I went, I wanted to be that. But um, those of you creatives who just like, you know what? This is what I'm called to do. Even though you've been doing it forever, but when you get it, it's like, this is what I've been called to do. I've always envied that. Yes, yes. And, and I want to share that it wasn't always just art. It was, um, you know, through high school, I, you know, my parents got divorced when I was young and we moved a lot. And so what I found to be my grounding point was art, um, dance. I was, um, I loved dance. So I, I love all art aspects like theater and music, um, dance. And so I always just had that to filter me and ground me into just, you know, support me with the changes that were going on at home and just um, keep me, you know, reminded of who I am, where I come from, and that there's always an outlet for me. And so um, I actually went to college for fashion merchandising. And when I went to college, my goal was, okay, let me get these fashion merchandising certificates. And then, you know, maybe I'll do some design and then, you know, get a degree in fashion design. And then that wasn't the case. Uh, that didn't pan out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I don't think that, you know, God closed the door on that. I think that he was just saying that right now. <laughs> and so, um, but I still kept with the creative aspect in my life. Uh, you know, I started with journal, inspirational journaling, art journaling, um, and then a little bit of canvas work. Um, and so it's just, it's amazing to see that, yes, I, I had that. Um, creativity and art aspect in me as a child and you know my parents cultivated it and my family especially um, you know made sure that I was you know in community in the community in the Los Angeles community and seen plays and and you know musicals and art museums and um, you know just culture in the community and that you know just I have that in me and it's grown and it's amazing to look back and see that when it's planted and then it's watered, it yeah. grows and it grows yeah. in seasons yeah. and then it, you know, it gets pruned different ways. And then, yeah. you know, it's just, it's amazing to see how far um, my creativity has come. Yeah. I wanted to touch on the, uh, the journaling workshop. I, I know you started that young, young, as opposed to, you know, and I'm not saying is that would that be the same as like a diary or would you categorize that as a diary or, or is it something totally different? Uh, yes, I would say it was like a, it's like a diary. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had journals and I've had diaries, you know, as kids, as little girls, you're given, you know, your your diary that had a little lock and key on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I don't know, you know, if, if men or boys do that very often. But, I, you know, I do know some men that like to journal um, and yeah. because journaling is like a form of a diary. It's very therapeutic for us. Yep. It's yeah. very good to get our words out our feelings out and when we see it when we look at it on paper and we read it back it looks different you know and and it's a good release for us so I've always had like a diary a journal um and then in 2018 is when I um started hosting workshops with inspirational journaling you know I I put my first 
inspirational journaling down in 2015 and just mm-hmm. kept kept doing it in my Bible, in my journal. Right. And then um, it just grew like it, it just grew to so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just speaking for us men out there, you know, you we can call it or categorize it however we need to. I, I know I've, I've never kept a journal, but I was taught to write my thoughts down. Mm-hmm. I, I was an angry kid and didn't, mm-hmm. real, didn't realize I was an angry kid until someone had me to start writing, just reading it. Like you just said, mm-hmm. I wrote it down, didn't have a problem writing it down. But once I started reading it back, I was like, oh, I, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, well, what does this mean? Oh, man, I, I man. this is what I'm feeling right yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I, I would not want whoever's writing this, I would not want to put them in front of somebody that they're mad at. And I was like, wow. And I mean, you know, but we weren't, when I say we, because um, at that time, um, it was marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was taught to, you know, you whenever these feelings come up, and it had nothing to do with the person I was married to, it had nothing to do with marriage life. These were things in my childhood that I did not deal with that were traumatic and I didn't realize they were at that time mm-hmm. when when um, I started journaling as you put out just and reading it back over and over and over and over it, it seemed to those things that were holding me seemed to lose their power I'm, I'm not saying I was able yes. to give up completely because that wasn't the case but I was more aware that they were there right whenever, whenever I felt those feelings coming up I just recall that I already know they're here. I know they're coming. So, okay, so let me get ahead of this and just take a step back before I react. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly where that is. And that's why I was looking at your, um, you know, I know you do journaling and I know that I'm not sure if that's how um, our right life was was started but I know that's a big part of it correct and talk about yes. our right life talk about that please. yes yes um yeah so our right life is an inclusive creative community and a creative brand I started our right life in 2018 um, as a vendor selling my creative journals um, I knew that inspirational journaling had become such a supportive peace in my life that I wanted to share it with others and I wanted to support and encourage others. And so um, when I had my first vendor event with Our Right Life, my journals sold out. I I had a few journals, a few bookmarks, and they sold out. Hmm. And uh, what I had was a list of um, people that wanted to have a workshop. And I was like, wait, what, me host a workshop? No, Hmm. I can't do this. (laughs) You know, no, no, I don't think so. You know, but um, God knew exactly what he wanted to do with me. And so in 2019, in the spring, I hosted my first workshop. And um, it was amazing. It was an inspirational workshop. And so I asked, you know, guests, bring your Bible, bring your journal, bring an old book, bring a poetry mm-hmm. book, like whatever you want to use to just write, um, bring it. And, and I'm going to be with you and support you. And we're going to go through this journey together. And so um, it's, it's wonderful to see uh, the fruition that has come from that. And where, how far our right life has come, you know, I've, I've been blessed to travel to, you know, a different state to host a workshop. Um, I work with different nonprofits, um, local communities, um, creative communities, um, and other ministries. So that's how um, our right life started. And, 
I host inspirational workshops and art journaling workshops, and I have this creative brand called Our Right Life. Yeah, yeah, and I was I was reading just a little bit and just going off what not not your bio, but just looking over your social media and that kind of thing. And I know you're a woman of faith. And how mm-hmm. do you incorporate that into your daily life? Prayer. 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 First thing, yeah. And the minute I wake up, I pray. I give it all to God and I just ask him to lead me wherever he's going to lead me. You know, I'm going to obey because I've seen in the past when I was obedient to him, how much yep. he's blessed me and opened yep. up doors for me. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> oh, hold, hold, hold another story. I have, uh, Celeste, and, Celeste and my son, Caleb, are doing a show on uh, spirituality versus uh, modernized religion. I'm, I'm not even oh. sure. What whatever. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm. This. This is them hosting the show. I'm just gonna sit back and observe from a distance. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so, so I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. So I. I know. Um. I. I walk the same way. And you yes. know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a Bible thumper or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if somebody asks me where this comes from, how are you mm-hmm. able to do that? Mm-hmm. I'm quick to tell them it ain't. It has nothing to do with me. Right. Right. Yep. Amen. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Seriously, it has, no, it has nothing to do with me. Y'all yep. just don't understand. Right. Because if it were up to me, I'd mess it up 10 out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. You know, you know, when I was in college, um, when I was going for fashion merchandising, I always, um, a major exam presentation when I had to show, you know, my, my designs and my mood boards, whatever, printer would break down. My mm. car would be broken. I'd be a severe migraine in bed, you know. Yeah. My kids would be sick. And I'm like, what is going on? Why today? Why? You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know that this was not what I was meant to do at this time. Right. <laughs> you right. know, God had a bigger plan. And, yeah. um, you know, it's great to see what he does with our obedience. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I was going to say that, man. It's like I, I know people who are in, in certain fields and from from a fleshly standpoint, without getting all deep, but from mm-hmm. a fleshly from mm-hmm. a fleshly standpoint, yeah. they look they look like they have it all together. They they look like I mean they they're taking the trips and they have the material things and the, mm. the pictures are always of them happy and that kind mm-hmm. of. Now, when you Mm-mm. when you dwell a little deeper, and because you know some of them, and you know that mm-hmm. I mean, you know their total history, mm-hmm. you know that's not the case. You, right? You know, you know, some of the vessels are empty. Uh huh. That's just where that is in the journey. Mm-hmm. But like I say, from a fleshly standpoint, looking in, it's just like, oh man, you know, I would love to have their life. Mm-hmm. I just be like, nah, I'm I'm good where. I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, I'm good where I am. You have no idea. Yes, I wouldn't trade my peace for happiness any day. Right, right. Any, and you know, trying to explain that to some, and they don't get it. But you know, I'm Mm-mm. I'm in peace where I am in my journey. Uh huh. Right. Given, I've given over the things in which I've done, and you know I could dwell on those, but those would keep me there. Mm-hmm. What's next? You know who who can I bless? Who is right? The, who is this about? And that's yeah. how the podcast came about. Oh um, wow! Lar- larger voice. Um, because I, I talk to people all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm always quick to tell my story, hoping that it inspires others. Yes. Teaching, teaching people what you did and who you are are two totally different things. Right, right. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. That's exactly what it is. You know, we all have our own journey. We're on different, you know, paths. We're all in different locations on our journey. We're not all the same, you know, and we all have a story and we should share our story because we don't know who can 
who it would inspire or motivate or support, you know? And so, um, you know, when I found Rooted and uh, Rooted and Friends, uh, Rooted and Friends and Celeste, I seen that, you know, and then hearing your past podcast, I'm like, ah, this is good. He's a storyteller. (laughs) He supports storytellers. Like, this is perfect. (laughs) That's what so, um, you know, I, I hate to be long winded because I can go on all, all these other things, <laughs> but I've, I've watched people come and go. I mean, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. and they've had all this stuff and they mm-hmm. didn't, I won't say hiding behind it, mm-hmm. but having all these things didn't allow them to deal with which, which really what was in front of them. The things right. they really need to like take a grasp on and deal mm-hmm. with in order to just sleep well at night. You know, right, um, right. And to watch them leave, and you know, I, I couldn't the, the talent that they took with them, the regrets that they took with them. Um, just I was like, man, it, it, it makes you sad. It mm-hmm. makes me sad. So with that, I don't want to be that person. Right, <laughs> right. Person. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and I'm I'm such a, a people person. I like community. I think community mm-hmm. is super important. Yeah. And when you see people struggling and hurting, you know, it's heavy on your heart. You know, right. and so, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm grateful that our paths crossed, and that um, I'm excited and looking forward to, you know, supporting you and supporting Celeste and Rooted Friends Project. I think it's yeah. great what you're doing in your community. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. We received that. We received that. Let's talk about that creative uh, that creative process. Walk us through creating a mix, creating mixed media art. And for those of us who don't know what mixed media art is. <laughs> mixed media art is just a mix of materials um and design and just you know you go with it a lot of my inspiration when I'm gonna sit down and create a lot of the inspiration I gain is just from experiences so like experiences out in nature you know walking hiking traveling um it's experiences around the creative table with others, um, around a great meal and conversation with friends. Um, it could be a good cup of coffee, yeah. <laughs> you know, it could be a different, you know, coffee shop that I'm trying, but I gain that, ex- that, um, inspiration from experiences and just, um, being around supportive, kind, loving friends. Um, I like to take a lot of pictures. So if I'm just out somewhere and I see something that inspires me, I snap a picture. A lot of times I um, will print what I took a picture of, distort it, and then I work with the mixed media in my art journal. And so I can do collage work. I can manipulate a picture. Um, A lot of times when I'm uh, creating an art journal page, I will write everything that I'm feeling in that moment. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be beautiful. Mm. It could be ugly. It doesn't matter. The point is that I'm just going to pour my soul out onto that page. And Mm -hmm. then I cover it with my design. However, I put it down with, you know, I can use tissue paper. I can use my printed pictures, acrylic paint, um, oil pastels, colored pencils. um, And I just layer it. And then when I, feel like you know what i'm done i'm done and i move hmm. on wow okay all right so okay so you you gather your motivation your your creativity from whatever you're around and you're able to absorb that and then just put it to art yes wow. yes yes 
How dope yeah. is that? Okay, mm-hmm. let, let, let's talk about your creative art healing sessions. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about that. So my creative art healing sessions actually started last um, fall, summer. Um, I knew that uh, our right life hosting inspirational journaling and art journaling workshops were good, but I was also seeing a lot of people hurting um, Mm. mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, And I seen a lot of teenagers and kids in the same boat. And that really, um, you know, weighed heavy on my heart. Um, As you know, I'm sure like the pandemic, you know, really hurt a lot of people, especially teens and kids. And I have three kids. And at that time of the pandemic, um, my uh, then 15 year old daughter was diagnosed with depression. Mm. And then six months later, um, my 17 year old son, who was a senior in high school, was um, diagnosed with depression as well. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so um, I was getting a lot of that through the pandemic um, with other people that I was sitting down with at the creative table and just people I was coming across, they were hurting. Um, they were, um, mentally, emotionally unstable. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, they wanted community. Um, and so I was praying like, God, you know, I really, I really want to do something else to help support these people that need support. You know, I know, I know where they're coming from and I know that they, they just need support. And so, um, I'm grateful that I was able to take a program that helped me online to use my experiences, my knowledge of art and journaling, and to start hosting these creative art healing sessions. And so what they are is they support. I can do it on a one-on-one basis with the Mm -hmm. client, or I can do it in a group setting. And what it is, is uh, say somebody is suffering from anxiety, well, I would gear the lesson with them towards Mm -hmm. their need. They're anxious. They, they, you know, they're having anxious thoughts. They're nervous. Uh, I create a lesson for them and we work together and I help support them through it. Because a lot of times we don't know what we're feeling. We we know know we're we're angry or we're stressed or we're we're worried. We don't know. Uh, But when we start to really slow down, take the time to write and journal, what are we feeling? And then when we, I do it in a way that is through art. So people are more open to it and more, it's a different way of learning. It's a different way of seeing, well, what's really wrong with me? What am I feeling? A lot of times it's buried deep and we don't know it's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. While Mm -hmm. these creative art healing sessions help us um, uproot and expose that so that we could become aware of it so Mm -hmm. that we can release it, heal from it and keep moving forward. Okay. Would you say, and this is just me thinking off the top of my head, more more girls versus boys, more young men versus young women. Uh, I would assume that guys would be more reluctant to do this. I, this is just an assumption. And I could be, hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> that, that, that you have just as many boys as you do girls or young men um, compared to young girls. Yeah, it definitely is geared um, more or is open more towards women and young ladies, young girls. Mm -hmm. Um, However, my goal is to get it into a good place that would support males. Yeah. Um, Because I do hear males suffering from depression, 
you know, my, my son was one of them and he didn't want to do the art journaling, but he would talk with the counselor, um, occasionally. And I just gave him a journal, like, here's a composition Mm -hmm. book, just write Mm -hmm. it out. Just, just write it. Just whatever. If it's, you know, three words, write your three words and let it go and turn the page, you know? And so um, it is more, I do have more clients that are female than male, Mm -hmm. but my goal is to create lessons um, that would support males so that they would be open to just coming to the creative table. Let's do this together. Here's support. You know, let's do this. I'll walk with you through it, you know, because um, males struggle too, and they do tend tend to struggle, you know, um, vocalizing their feelings. Yeah, I've, you know, and I was just thinking what you're doing is important beyond that for, for just any and everybody. But because we are not taught to be mm-hmm. transparent, we are mm-hmm. not taught to show emotion, we are not taught to have feelings of any sort. It's just mm-hmm. whole, and you're just holding on to it. And eventually you're going to have to give it to someone or something. You know, right. Typically, we give that to the things we're around most or the people we're closest to. That's mm-hmm. why it comes out in relationships. That's why it comes out in, you know, in, in the job, in the job force where you're moving from place to place to place to place. Um, we need an outlet and whatever that therapy is, you know, you have to find it. And right. journaling, journaling, honestly, like I say, it's you know what it, I, I think it's an untapped and for, forget about just it being an untapped market. I, I, I think it's it's an untapped resource right. for, for all men. You know, mm-hmm. I, I box and I have a background in Muay Thai and kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And I was put into that by my brother as a way for me to deal with my anger issues. Uh-huh. I didn't realize it at that time. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it. Um, he would have me get up every morning and this was in Okinawa, Japan. He wow. had to get up every morning and he'd be like, okay, well, I need you to run until you can't see uh, the base anymore, these pipes. If people know Okinawa, Japan, wow, it's, it's pretty much a beach. How, <laughs> I, I mean, you're on a beach. How can you not see what's on either side? You uh-huh. So yeah. I'd be running wow. and, you know, while it may get a little shorter, it, it never got smaller. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd just be, I'd run to exhaustion. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then I dip off into a village, and by the time I got back, somebody had told him what I was doing, and probably because I was the only black kid running around on the beach and uh-huh. through, through, Thailand, <laughs> through Thailand at that time. Wow! He's like, I, I know you dipped off over here. I know you stopped. Like, how do you know? And this was before cell phones. Uh huh. This is uh-huh. like the late seventies. Right. So it, it was like they were on cans with those strings, and it was just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But but what it was, it it was a community and they talked to each other. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like go tell on him. It was like, you know, oh my God, you know, you see this kid running. Right. And so by the time I finally started this, I'll try and make that story short. By the time I disciplined (laughs) myself to just run, and I mean, I'd run to exhaustion, stay there and come back. Sometimes I come back, it'd be almost dark. Mm-hmm. where they'd have to let me back on the base. Wow. So, um, you know, and just exhaustion. I, I, I did that. I was doing that every day, even on days in which he didn't come get me to do it. Uh-huh. I could get up and do it. Uh-huh. And so he finally tapped me one morning. I can remember like it was yesterday. He's like, you know, you ready, man? We're going to go box. I had forgotten that that was like, I, in order for me to like take up boxing with him, mm-hmm. I, ha- I had to run. I, I had been running so long. I forgot that we were boxing. Wow. So it, but but it, 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 it was it was 
it was a way of exercising the demons and that kind of thing. Right. It's getting it out. It's just getting it out. You were getting it out. Yeah. But I didn't know. I I didn't know until much, much later. Mm -hmm. And come to find out that that his travels in the service did the same thing for him. So, you know, I I was there for a little more than two years, a little more than two years. And, you know, just being around that community, Mm-hmm. It helped me in this because by the time I came back to LA, I didn't want to do the things I was doing. My neighborhood looked really, really small. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. who were who I was, you know, in envying or looking up to, I, I saw it differently because nobody was hurting each other over there. Mm-hmm. No one was looking to take from each other. No one was looking to take advantage of each other. Right. From, from the morning they, from the time they got up to the time they went to bed, it seemed like they had. Um, an idea of what it is they were going to do. They didn't have time for just hanging out and that kind of thing. Wow. So that kind of discipline stuck with me uh-huh. when I came back and it still sticks with me to this day. So, you know, I, I, I don't believe in having idle time to just, you know, dwell in your thoughts because right, I, right. Know, I know what that's like firsthand. Uh-huh. Where it's just, you know, it's like, oh man, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Let, I, I got to let this pass because if I act upon it, Mm-hmm. It, it, the consequences are this or potentially that and I don't want to do that right so, right right yeah so the journalism thing back to what you were saying I, mm-hmm. I think it's an untapped resource for men and I'm definitely going to push it oh that's great that's great yeah I mean it, and journaling can look like so many different things you know you don't have to put it down on paper in a journal in a diary a lot of times um i have an app that's um a notebook app mm-hmm. and sometimes you know when i'm on the go something happens i'm in my car i'm like you know what i, I need to just let this go i need to release yeah. this and i just put get my my little app out and i write it down you know i type it out whatever right. i'm feeling like um, today i'm feeling this happened this happened like i need to just let it go all right i let it go close yeah. my app and i'm on my on my way you know so it, it can look like s- different things right. you know voice memos which i wish um, yes I look at that now i wish you had it because I, I couldn't keep up with my thoughts fast enough to write them out uh-huh, uh-huh and right. i write really i write really fast i can write really fast and you know but that that's what that comes from that comes from that kind of practice is trying to get it down while it's in my head where i don't have to go back and try and remember it so voice memos definitely would help yes 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 look at you okay yeah. so when we talk create <laughs> advice you would give anybody male or female and if you need to break that up individually uh please do the importance of journaling and then how we we know how it's impacted you i've talked about how it's impacted me um just the importance of journaling and how it can impact them so i would just say you know try it out you don't have to have a fancy journal you can pick Mm -hmm. up a composition book a lot a lot of times i share with others you know that are new to the creative table and to journaling just grab a composition book from the dollar tree from the 99 cent store you know grab a composition book and you start with um you know usually one thing a day you're grateful for you know Mm -hmm. the sunshine um coffee your your home you know start start simple just one one word a day that you're grateful for you can also um do brain dumps i like this one this is a brain dump every night you know you dump it dump it on your page whatever you're feeling Mm. however your day went whatever you're grateful for whatever you're stressed about brain dump you just dump it out Mm -hmm. and you'll be amazed to see as you look back 
yeah. you know, like, oh, wow. Okay. Now, now I understand, you know, <laughs> now I see it. Now I see these patterns. Now I see why I said this, why I did that. Now I see why I feel this way, right. you know, now I know why, you know, I was so stressed out. You'll see, and you'll see the patterns so that you can do better as you move forward. Wow. And so, yeah, that's, that's my advice is to just give it a try. And, and if you need to do it in community, do it in community. You know, we're not meant to do life alone. And this is true. You know, and every time I host a workshop, I share the more transparent and open we can be with each other, the better we're going to glean from each other. The more supportive, the more uh, motivating and the more inspiring we can be to each other. Yeah, that's why I I mentioned uh, or I asked about the difference between males and females and that kind of thing, because women are women are not taught to be guarded they're mm. not you guys have a you guys have a safe community you always have the only time for the most part the only time men are allowed i take that back male, <laughs> males are allowed to be just completely vulnerable is is when they they they, they can't count to 100 you know, <laughs> it is it is okay for you to cry over right butterfly that you can't yeah. catch and right that's okay yeah, you're, you're in middle school and you're whining over Beth, who all of a sudden likes Johnny. <laughs> and you're like 16 years old. You know, people are going to be looking at you a little, a little sideways, a, yeah. a little skewed. Yeah. So if, if, we, <laughs> if we can give them a platform where it's like, you know what, man, just put it down. Right. Put, put, put it. You got you got to put it somewhere. Right. I, I, I can see it on you. You got to put it somewhere. It's one less thing for you to deal with if you put that somewhere. I I, I hear you say what it is you want to do. Imagine if you could take the majority of your energy, the majority of your focus, the majority of your skills and talents and focus it there as opposed to dealing with what's in your past or what you got going on. Right. And those things, yeah, and I'm not saying those things will disappear ever because sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But you, it will make it easier for you to deal with and move forward. You can right. still, you can still be standing still and moving forward. It can look like you're standing still mm-hmm. and still moving forward. Right. And that has everything to do with you know how you're preparing yourself mentally. Right. You know? Exactly. 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 That is exactly a hundred percent true. Yeah, and then embrace embrace losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's part of life. You Man, know? you know and, what? And you learn, though. It's no. anytime, you know, anytime. Oh, preach. Preach. <laughs> anytime I fail at something, whether it's an art exercise, yeah. whether it's a decision for the business, whether it's a decision um, as being a mother, anytime I fail, I say, all right, Lord, you know better. You have, you know, have your way on me tell me what it is and I learn and I take it as a lesson learned so that when I move forward I'll know hey don't do that again Trisha nope that wasn't the right way you know it's you have to have that mindset of losing is okay you're gonna learn from it yeah all the time and I, I you know I always have that talk with the youngsters I was like winning doesn't teach you anything it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, it, it may give you the feeling of euphoria where you have these accolades or mm-hmm. whatever trophies or whatever is based on you doing a certain thing, but it doesn't teach you anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Losing teaches you humility, it right? Teaches you preparation, mm-hmm. it, teaches, it teaches you focus, it teaches you the feeling that you do not want to have again. 
What mm-hmm. do I need to do? How do I better prepare for this? What do I need? Okay, who do I need to contact? Who knows more than me in this area? What do I need to do to win? Right. Those are all preparation tools. That yes. is what losing teaches you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I, 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 I was like, yeah, somebody else who gets that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But, okay, so we get and that's fine too. That's fine too. <laughs> let, let's talk about, let, let's talk about, hmm. okay, you, what, what you do, how, how do you see that evolving? Because uh, we I know this is not it where you are. We know this. <laughs> so what I see right now is me just um, probably just jumping into more creative work on a personal note. Um, I'm working more with Canvas, um, mixed media on Canvas. Um, I really just see myself cultivating my creativity and doing more art. I love journaling. I love art, right life. I love hosting workshops. And that'll always be there, especially, you know, my inspirational journaling workshops. Um, But I also see um, just, you know, God cultivating my creativity with different techniques and and just really growing our right life. And my goal has always been to have a safe studio space for other creatives, especially, especially for the youths and young adults. Because I remember, you know, when I first started doing inspirational journaling, I didn't have a safe space. And I, mm-hmm. I had people ask me, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Right. Why are you coloring in your Bible? Why, why are you coloring? Right. You know, you're, you're an adult. Why are you doing this? I didn't feel safe. And mm-hmm. so it was a battle. Um, and so I knew when I had started Our Right Life that my ultimate goal was to have a safe studio space for other creatives. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's my hope. And my goal is to just keep practicing my art, Mm -hmm. keep growing and learning from it, Mm -hmm. and just um, keep moving forward and keep encouraging and inspiring and motivating others. Okay. Yeah. More specific. And I I love that. More specifically, um, you, you found a creative block. And I'm not sure if you ever have, but I, I know I have with some things I'm trying to figure out. How, how do, how, what, what do you do? What's the process for you to overcome that creative block? And what advice could you give for people who suffer from any kind of creative block? Uh, first and foremost, I pray, <laughs> you know, I pray, I, I say, all right, God, I'm, I'm in a rut. I need you. Um, cause sometimes it's like, no, you need to be still. You're yeah. doing too much. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You got too much on your plate. You need to put <laughs> something down. <laughs> sometimes you got to clean house and you got to just, you know, you need to be still for a while. So usually I'm still for a while. Um, and then I just, surround myself with stuff that inspires me with people that inspire me mm-hmm. a lot of times it's creatives that inspire me yeah. um like you guys who are so good in your community that inspires me um yeah, other you. other friends that are creatives um spoken word poets but just people that are creative and and supportive um that inspires me and helps me get out of my creative block mm-hmm. And I just start wherever I'm at with whatever I want to do, whether it's an inspirational journaling page, an art journaling page, whether I want to play around on a canvas, I just say, all right, I'm going to do this one, one art session for myself, you know, one, um, once a week or twice a week and just get back into the habit of it. Yeah. And then um, it kicks me back up and it inspires me. And it's like, look, you, you did it. 
you know, it's, it's good. Keep going. And so my um, advice for creatives or anybody that's in a creative block would be to just keep going, you know, keep pushing yourself, keep looking back at your Mm -hmm. work of what you've done. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I, I forget like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, look at all this that I overcame and um, look at the work that I've done in the past. And Mm. I can do this. You know, I meant to do this. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's my way. My heart and soul is being poured out on these pages of art journaling or canvases. And it's okay. This is my my story, my soul, my work. Let's just keep moving forward. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I, I ask people, I'm not ask, I don't ask everybody because sometimes I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, I know. I, it's I, okay. Keep I, it I, real. It's all right. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm just being honest. Some people I'd be like, you know what? I, I'm not, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a superficial answer or an answer that sounds good. So why invest my time there? But I'm asking you, you're sitting down talking to your and I don't know for you, I'm not sure what your most impressionable age was. For me, it was somewhere between, let's say, 10 and 15. What advice would you give that person? You're sitting down talking to your younger self. They don't know it's you. But what advice would you give? Life advice. Life advice? Life. Well, just, just, oh, right. life, life, just life. life advice. I mean, advice. career advice. Just life advice. I would say just uh, remember who you are. Um, remember how far you've come. Remember that you have so much time ahead of you, you know, and make the most of each day. Take care of your mind, body, and spirit. Um, Be rooted in good community with good supportive friends. Uh, I would say your story matters and you were meant to share your story in this world. Hmm. So I, I come back and say, okay, so what what does that mean for you to be successful as an artist? As an artist, what does that mean? Or are you looking to be successful as an artist? What that means is success, I believe, is different for, for everyone. It looks yeah. different for everybody. Yeah. Success for me uh, would be to have a nonprofit organization with a creative, safe studio to support young adults youth, kids, to just encourage and support and motivate them, um, just to be there to walk this journey of life and creativity mm. with them. Yeah. Um, it would also mean me to be more creative and, and flex and push my, push my boundaries, push myself um, creatively mm-hmm. with, with my art. Um, that is what success looks like to me. The money, no homes cars no you know all that stuff you don't take it with you when you leave this earth yeah you know it doesn't go with you what I what I want is somebody to look back when I'm gone one day and say wow you know she poured into me as a kid and you know she did well here and she supported and, and she built community and um you know that's that's important to me Oh man, I that, love that's success. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. What's next for you? What's next for our right life? 
So what's next is me just transitioning um, our right life into a nonprofit. I'm working very hard to create the 501c3 and I'm just building my team and mostly I'm um, just flexing my creativity and just you know, doing a little bit of day trips um, for inspiration. Then I come back to, you know, creating in my art journal or on canvas. And so that's that's what's coming up is um, hosting more workshops, journaling mm-hmm. workshops, more right. art workshops, and uh, um, collaborating with other creatives, other nonprofit organizations, and other people in the community that support youth and young adults. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm going to figure, oh, I'll take that back, and that will be something else I'm trying to add onto my plate. I would like to figure out how to because I'm a fixer, and once I fixate on something, it's like I, I have a hard time letting it go. Uh-huh. I, I would love to create something where we can give young men an opportunity to be like, okay, well, I, I'll do that. And it's, a, and it's not tricking them into journaling. It's not tricking them into um, have, having, you know, that kind of outlet. But it is opening a door, a pathway for them to just express themselves. And, right. You know, we need, we need that, man. Yes. Every, everybody needs that. And if somebody's telling you that you don't, that you are what, and they're, and they give you the men don't, or men do, or only girls, that 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 is that is a lie from the pit of hell right right don't, and don't, that don't. Cha- yeah and that challenges me when i hear that i'm mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna get them now you just fired me up yeah right <laughs> now i'm like don't tell me no that i can't do this because now you're firing me up yeah. and it's gonna be a goal that it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah and, 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 and in fact i really don't want to do this but because you said <laughs> Because you said I can't. Because you said I can't. I'm going to do it. Then I'm going to walk away from it. But I'm going to do it first. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm honest, like, that's, that's it when you tell me that, like, no, because I, I do know what's needed. And I've been thinking, you know, how can I do this? And I know that, you know, my I have a 14 year old, um, he loves music, mm-hmm. his friends love music. And so mm-hmm. I've been thinking, all right, I'm gonna do this. And, and I told him, I said, Hey, son, um, we're gonna be you're gonna get your group of friends. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna provide pizza and soda, because I know you boys like to eat, we're gonna, right. we're gonna sit down and we're gonna try this journaling we're going to try this art journaling and we're going to do it with music so you you know you get ready and he's like okay mom well how many friends you know and Hmm. you're going to get his pizza and I'm like yeah you know if that's what it takes to feed you and get to this creative table I will (laughs) yeah yeah you know what you you got you got to meet them where they are Mm -hmm. exactly exactly got to meet them where they are yes Um, I I have a 16 year I have a 16 year old and have a 26 year old and two totally different personalities Mm -hmm. totally (laughs) even though Caleb's you know he's 20 he's always been that same kid you know he's a creative and you know he's doing his own clothing brand but that's neither here nor there but just creative you ain't got to worry about him you can sit him him over there in the corner and Uh he's found something to kind of occupy his time and his mind and his uh-huh. you get yes. uh-huh. my youngest Noah is just the opposite you, had, <laughs> you set him down there you turn to like tie your shoe you look back and he's gone so, yep dude, dude but you know he's he he gravitates toward creative people artists mm. and entertainers and you know mm-hmm. because some of those come through the studio 
he's always picked up on that. I don't uh-huh. know. So we have one friend and her name is Anisha Hughes. I've had her on the show and she's an actress and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. We were at the studio one night. I'm, I always tell this story. I'm going to tell it. I may have to edit it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Yeah, so- no, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> Don't edit it. Don't edit so it. Just keep it. <laughs> we're in the studio working out and I, I have a group of them. We're in there boxing and that kind of stuff. And Noah is is doing his drawing. He's doing his writing. Now, I can tell Noah 50 thousand times how creative he is and how special he is and how God has his, you know, has his mm-hmm. plan for you. Man, you are doing great. I love this. Oh man, it's so motivating. And it doesn't get across the way you want it to get across. Now mm-hmm. Anisha, who's an actress, she, oh my God, Noah, come here, let me see it. <laughs> oh my, this is so amazing. You should do more of this and you should do this and you should do that. And all of a sudden he perks up like 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 it's like somebody put a back brace on him. His, shoulder, his shoulders go back. He smiles, shakes his hand, and waddles off. I'm like, you little mother. Like, For real? I'm like, that's that's what it took? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, yeah. you, you have to meet them where they are. Where they're I'm, at. I'm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, and it's different. It's, it's different when it doesn't come from mom or dad, but it comes from somebody else. Yeah. It's just the smallest word of hey, that looks great, or yeah. you did really good, or hey, I'm here from you for you. Like, it just looks, it's different because it's not mom and dad. It comes from somewhere right. else. But, <laughs> right. I mean, that's all it takes is to meet them where they're at and one inspiring or kind word and can support somebody tremendously. Yeah. So with that, like I was saying, I'm, I'm going to think about how how I can do that and how I can approach you with that and how we can get yeah. some people, get some Great. people started. Get some people yeah. started with that. Even if they just put it online where, where yeah. they don't have to have their name or their face right. attached to it. Right. Just get it out. And right. If you need to do it daily, if you need to just like have a gang of them saved up and just send them, you know, mm-hmm. put it somewhere. It, it, it's the equivalent of like, remember as a kid, you used to write a letter to Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Chances are Santa never received those letters. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, when I think about it now, like chances are. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do anything with them. Right. You know, some people will trash their journals. Right. Um, I know this one girl that she just um, put it on fire and threw it in the trash. All right, yeah. let it okay. go. If that's the way you want to let it go. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll repurpose my journal, mm-hmm. past journals. I'll take it apart. I'll just um, repurpose it, you know, just um, change it up, you know, mm-hmm. d- distress it and right. cut it up and put it in another one. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know, like it, you, you don't have to keep it if you don't want to, you can let it go. You can save it, whatever you want to do, but yeah, it's important. It's important. Yeah. And, and the purpose is actually to let those things go. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the whole point. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've been in the fitness business real quick and what's worked 100% of the time, you want to see where you're hitting and missing spots with your dietary things. Just mm-hmm. write it down. Right mm-hmm. now, and I'm, I'm not talking about putting it on an app because if you start writing Apple in the word app, it's just AP, it completes the word for you and you move forward. Uh-huh. That is not what this exercise is about. This right. exercise is about cognitively retaining information. So yes. with that, you need to write it out. And that's yes. all I need you to do. Write it out and read it over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And do that until you don't have to do it anymore. Right. Do that exactly. Until- yeah. yeah. How long yeah. do I need to? You do it until you don't have to do it anymore. Well, how much uh-huh. water should I drink? Well, look at your list. 
Because mm-hmm. if you're not drinking any water, and according to your list, you're not drinking any water, more than what you're drinking now is better. Mm-hmm. That's how you create healthy lifestyles. Yes. That, that's what's worked for me. So with that, write it out. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to anymore. That's the coolest part because you you know when you got it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you do. Feel. Yeah. How am I feeling? Mm-hmm. What, am I, what are my thoughts? What mm-hmm. am I retaining? How's my energy level? How am I sleeping? What are my patterns? You know when you got it together. And you know what it's like when you don't have it together. Right. You know it. You yeah. know exactly. This. Trisha, thank you. This has been great, man. I, thank I you, how, Sean. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I was, like, I was like, man, her bio is really short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. So, like, let me tell you. Um, I Okay, so I wrote a bio when I first started All Right Life. And then as I look back, I'm like, man, this All Right Life has grown. Like, my look, okay, so my bio was shorter than before than what I sent you. So I was like, really? Oh, this isn't good. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so that's why I was like, and then, um, like I had a migraine, so I was like, just trying to shoot it to you as quickly as I could. And then I was like, oh man, I think I forgot some stuff. Like, you know, I am married, I do have three kids. You know, yeah, like, you know what? You know what? I, oh, I, I was laughing, I, I was telling Celeste, right. I was like, I don't know how this one's gonna turn out. <laughs> I know, I know. Then I was like, oh man, I, I like. I didn't read it off to her. I was like, okay, well, let let her tell it. She's been an adult all her life. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I was like, then I was thinking about. It, I'm like, oh man, you know what? I didn't do so good on that bio. <laughs> And I'm like, it's all right. I know, I know. He's gonna give me a chance to say what yeah. I need to say and how right. I started and what you know where this creativity came from. Yeah. I'm like, it's all good, you know. And you know, people want to know; they'll find out. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, what I'm, I always and because if you haven't figured out, I am that kid. You know, I'm mm. like, you know what? I'm gonna make this work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay. This is an opportunity for me to practice some of my stuff. Forget, <laughs> forget what she's selling me. Forget what she's selling me. I don't care. Yeah, it's a lesson learned for us. Yeah, I'm like, I know I just met you, but I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. You know, noticing that. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Because I mean, seriously, because um, I always I ask everybody for a bio, whether I know them or not. I ask mm-hmm. myself for a bio. Yeah. And, you know, I got. I'm not not gonna give a name, but I got one, and I swear it's at least three or four pages, at least. Oh wow. Like, I'm like, okay, well, what do I pull from this? <laughs> like, you know what, man? I was like, okay, let, 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 let's see how this goes. Uh-huh. But on the opposite end of that is yours. And I was just like, I, I was like, you know, scrolling <laughs> and I'm trying to move my thumb down. I'm like, is there another page? <laughs> it was yeah. like, hi, my name is Trisha Toya. The end. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I know and that's I mean it's crazy because when I looked at my bio from 2018 I was like oh this has changed I think it's time to update it and but it was smaller than what I mean it was like literally one paragraph so and then I thought like oh shoot you know I didn't really include much of my childhood at all and like I do have a family you know like there's there's none of that but you know it's okay we made it work you you worked it out and we got through it great it was like, hi, my name is Trisha Lloyd. Call me at blank. The end. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I was like, okay, all right. Uh, she, she wants to play that game. All right, here we go. 
<laughs> oh my goodness oh man well thank you so much Sean like I, I appreciate you know you taking the time to talk with me and you know You're making welcome. it work and stretching my little tiny bio out we're good. We're, good. we're good we're good we're going to be in touch again with some things man I'm, I'm excited about what you're doing um I have to look and see when mental health month is coming yes um, there are months for everything now oh right I know now, right now we're in national poetry month so I wanted to get right together who are artists or storytellers or spoken word or any of that so that's what you'll see primarily primarily doing this month and next month is women's health month oh that's gonna, great well yeah we're gonna do some forums on that um and i'm asking everybody for questions that they may have on fitness or anything okay uh, health wise from from a woman's standpoint that they may be uh wanting to ask but you know and, and people pay for this stuff all the time i, I, I don't want to have anybody pay for this Mm -hmm. people that I have on the show are contacts of experts at what they do. Mm -hmm. I've been in business for more than 30 years. They've been into it closer, if not some longer than that. So just please, mm -hmm. please, please, as opposed to searching it out, as opposed to paying for it, you don't have to, you know, get, get it to me and I, I will definitely answer it. And okay. I, if I don't have the answers, I guarantee you, I know somebody who may know somebody who definitely can get it to you the right way. Awesome. Free, okay. Free of charge. That's so, great. Yeah. That, that's the goal, man. The goal, yeah. the goal is to help each other and the mm -hmm. blessings, blessings come, you know, you, right. you, don't, even have, you don't even have to look for them. Mm -hmm. you know, right. Coming. I agree. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take your, uh, your six sentence bio. I'm gonna stash, gonna stash it away in the archives to be used later. Like, like behind the scenes, this is what I had to work with. No, this is not a letterhead address. This is actually her bio. I'm gonna work on that. I promise. I'll work. On yeah, you get. You got a lot. Stop all that. You get. Thank you so much for this. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. And I, I love the work that you and Celeste are doing in your community. And I definitely will be a supporter of Rooted and Friends. Thank you. I'll be in contact soon. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'm going to be um, contacting you. See how we can get that going. See how we All right. Because I, I know a gang of uh, youngsters who are what I like to call those in-betweeners. And they're mm -hmm. not exceptionally smart kids, so they don't have that community. Mm -hmm. um, but but they're not knuckleheads driven by street values, so they mm -hmm. don't have that community. Mm -hmm. they, they, they have that in between. So, yes, that's great. Yeah, yeah, and there there are more of them there that than they realize. Uh huh. Some of the outlets that they have, one way or another, don't necessarily identify with where they are in their journey. So we we need to we need to do something about that. All right. Sounds great. I'm with you guys. And however I can support, um, I'm, I'm definitely there. I love what you guys are doing in your community. And I want to be a Thank supporter you. of that. Thank you, Trisha. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you, Sean. Okay. Sean. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to me and the crew with your host, Sean Leverett and special guest, journaling artist extraordinaire, Trisha Loya. Please listen, share, like, follow, and subscribe on your preferred platform to receive our content first.